Hello and welcome to the Tech Data Channel Discussions podcast. My name is Phil Clark and I'm working with Tech Data to just explore what's going on in the world of Microsoft from a channel perspective, talk to some key people about exactly what's happening to hopefully inform Tech Data's customers, the partners or the channel uh, about what they can do to engage Microsoft more appropriately. Today I'm very happy to be joined by Marianne from Tech Data, who is the ISV manager within Microsoft. Hi Marianne, you all right? I'm very well, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well indeed. Um, so. Clearly, I think today is going to be all about independent software vendors or ISVs um, and how Microsoft support that. And I suppose in that context, it'd be really useful just to get a bit of background about yourself, Marianne, and what your role is. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds great. Um, so I've been tech data for the past nearly eight years. Um, I've been responsible for the ISV play um, within Microsoft this year. Um, so majority of 2022 um, to essentially support our customers, help their developments, build out our plan of what do ISVs want? Make sure we are everything they want us to be. Um, we're plugging all those gaps. You know, we're bringing value to them, different pieces, different areas. Um, and I'm in a very lucky position, I think, because I get to speak to new people pretty much every day at the moment, which is really nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's all heading in the right direction. We're getting great support from Microsoft. So, um, yeah, lo- probably loads to talk about, I'm hoping. And so you're exclusively Microsoft, yeah? There's not other sort of partners in your ecosystem the tech data is exclusively focusing on isvs and microsoft for your role yeah me personally yes um yeah, so i sit within the microsoft team as one of the business development managers um we've got a setup where we've got various different um alignments so people focus um specifically on dynamics modern work so on and so forth um also a variety of different guys that that could span across the whole portfolio which is also really helpful um but my area is isvs built within um the microsoft cloud um, and helping them get their solutions out to market. Perfect. Okay. So, and I think Microsoft have got some really good offerings, especially cloud-related offerings to do with sort of you know the startup community around ISV and stuff like that. But I suppose a good place to start is how does Microsoft define what an ISV is? Because I mean, the, the nice thing about the channel, you can be all things to all men. It's a bit of a nightmare to navigate. So, I mean, what what's your view of of ISVs, and have they got any particular focuses? I mean, what's going on in the ISV world really? Great questions. Um, do you know what? Defining an ISV could be various different titles. So some people define themselves as an ISV, some people as a provider of technology, um, a software developer. The list honestly goes on. There's probably about 15 different categories that these guys could potentially sit in, which does face some challenges. So if anyone wants to get together and uh, come to an agreement where we just use one, I'm happy to start the petition. Um, that would make life a lot easier. Um, but it's nice because we then get to speak to all these different people with different focuses. Um, and on your question around what, do, how do Microsoft define an ISV? And I think a lot of people have a, it's a very, very similar approach. And it was important for me to understand how they differentiate or, or if there is anything at all from other clouds. Um, the key word um, in Microsoft definition is repeatable. Um, so those SaaS companies, that repeatable business, um, it's quite challenging to have 100% repeat, um, as I'm sure anyone probably listening to this will absolutely know as well. Um, but just an element of repeatable business um, with, within the Microsoft Cloud is how they're defining an ISV, so that's, that's built IP. Um, there are some interesting views on what some of them are um, and, and we want to follow suit with Microsoft right so we define an ISV as 
a customer, a person, a, a company that's built repeatable business with the Microsoft Cloud. And I suppose, and that, that's where it gets a bit grey, doesn't it? Because you know, ISV, in some people's definitions, is a software company. Sure. ISV, by, by that definition you just gave, is it could be an existing customer, a partner, sorry, who's developed a piece of software that could sit in the cloud to complement mm-hmm. their reseller business or like you know their service provider business something like that or could it i mean is it that definitely is that the way it works yeah and loads of companies are actually going in that direction where they've been building solutions or seen a genuine business problem that they need to fix and actually having that element of repeatable business is so it's time saving cost saving all those kind of things so as opposed to building the same solution with a tiny tweak every time or not even at all it makes sense to to have you know the ip and make sure that's productized almost and then and then sell it on because all of these isps they are the reason why they've built what they've built is because they've seen a problem and they want to fix it no matter what they are that's probably the only consistency within who these who these guys are um I think some people need support in different areas. Naturally, everyone needs support with something, whether that's marketing, sales, commercial, technical, whatever it is. But the similarity with them is that they've built something that squashes a problem, um, which a lot of resellers have great exposure to. Those you know, large VARs, MSPs, they've realized that there is something more that they can do and actually building that solution and making that repeatable is, is perfect. They've got such great exposure to those kind of problems as well, some of the larger sizes especially. Um, and it's really good to see a lot of those guys going in that direction of becoming a reseller, EISVE, um, and going in a bit of a different direction and broadening the horizons. Um, great revenue stream, great value to those end customers. Um, so it's, it's really good to see. And I think, you know, like, like I say, it's, it's quite nice because if you just said, ISVs, people have a really small view of the market, but from an ISV perspective, the way it's been defined is it actually could be the whole channel. It's anyone who's got an idea that could solve a problem that's a piece of software that will be repeatable in the context of a cloud solution. And I suppose, you know, getting to that point, it's not, it, you know, it, the channel's in a funny place at the moment with all the sort of, you know, clouds and everything's all taking over. And it's, you know, the traditional resellers and, and, and the VARs are probably starting to struggle a little bit with understanding what their value is. Um, maybe that could be a good play for them to build some IP and build an annuity revenue stream to drive, you know, some value into their business over and above the reseller piece. I mean, is, are you seeing a lot of people doing that? More and more, almost every day at this point. And I think that there's two sides to that where it's not, it's not easy. Otherwise, genuinely, everyone would do it. It involves a lot of skill, a lot of knowledge. There's costs involved. And I think that's where the ISVs can really help those other you know, consumers of technology or resellers, whatever we're calling them. Because if you can't or have got a different focus on, you know, you don't necessarily want to be building those kind of things. People have built these ISV solutions to scale and to sell them to people. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be those end customers who are you know, using every day. It could be those other MSPs or resellers that have that bracket of customer types who could also see the value in them. So connecting those ISVs to broader contacts is equally as important as building the IP itself because Mm. the focus is various different things in different stages of that whole entire cycle. But the fundamental aim of the game is to scale those solutions for 
for almost everyone. Um, again, that's another similarity, actually. I'm finding a few today. Um, but which is great because we're in a really good position to actually be able to do that. I mean, we've got thousands and thousands of customers. Microsoft have 90,000 CSP customers. So to have the reach to those guys, to put your solutions in front of them and in front of us, to be able to scale those out is is a great it's a great way of working with Microsoft in a lot more depth and, and tech data or TD Cinex as of Monday, depending on when this goes out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's there's various different angles that we could go down. But I think ourselves and Microsoft partnered together are in a really good position to help those guys scale the solution. Yeah. And again, you know, in terms of um, maturity, of the business, I mean, an ISV doesn't have to be a new uh, a new company clearly i mean existing businesses can can get into the same program on the basis they've got a repeatable ip based offer that, that that's the the premise because a lot of people think a lot of the microsoft programs or you know general vendor programs are very focused on startup saas providers and that, that mm-hmm. clearly doesn't sound like it's the case is that fair not at all no you're absolutely right and what microsoft have done really well is having having a solution for everyone so some ISVs or want to become ISVs come and speak to us around recommendations of which services they should be consuming, which is great because we can all help there. But there's also ISVs that have been 10 years established, sometimes even longer, and just want to look at some different routes and and span out that that business model a little bit more. Um, There's various different programs and incentives that Microsoft have have relatively recently released. Um, So there's the ISV partner program, um, which is a great one to get on board with. Um, so you can get some funded benefits uh, from those guys as well around getting into the marketplace and also some funding around the actual services that they're going to be consuming. Um, various different workshops, access into events, webinars, these kind of things, which the guys are loving at the moment because it's very it's very relevant to those types of customers. And a lot of people are saying that seeing those same types of business problems. So it, re- it really you know reaches almost everyone um and they're splitting those out into a little bit more sales marketing technical also um so we can really really target the right the right audience um and then on the other side you've got the actual incentives um which are amazing i wish i could think of a great application and develop some ip myself um so just for moving your solution into the microsoft marketplace the isps can earn up to thirty thousand us dollars um which is amazing. And we've got so much resource now in-house at Tech Data where we can help you get those solutions exactly how you need them to look and then upload them onto that marketplace. Um, and then on top of that, you can also earn up to $20,000 um, when you hit kind of billable sales uh, milestones, which is really great to see that there's consistent incentives going there. We've spoken to ISVs that didn't know about this, um, been really successful over the last... 10 years um, and they didn't know anything about this so it's great to be able to you know deliver this kind of information to them so they can actually see that goodness which you know 50 grand I think we'd all like a bit of that um, which is really good to see it's really 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 good the nice thing about the plummeting pound is that you know 50k dollars is actually 50k pounds it's real money now isn't it it's a real treat that's why I said US dollars it's more important (laughs) (laughs) and I suppose I mean so so I've got a bit of experience of working with some of the other well-known cloud vendors and that, I mean that's generous by comparison to some of the other things that they offer so I, mean, I think it is it's a good incentive to work with Microsoft as a cloud provider rather than maybe some of the other parties who we shall not name on this podcast but I mean fundamentally it's a it's an interesting approach it is and everyone 
everyone serves a purpose in what they're doing and people have different backgrounds and different experiences and there are partners that are through and through other letters other words we won't mention um but there's no doubt there's great solutions and, and there's great reasons to why people have trained and people have educated themselves in different clouds and, and, and in an ideal world you know it's the, the multi-cloud play um and, and there is great value that those guys add as well. I don't think anyone can can take that away. Um, but yeah, the, I, I'm going back to your original comment, it is a really good incentive program. Um, I've actually written up a blog recently, which is going to go on our Tech Data ISV Trusted Advisor page. Um, so if anyone happens to listen to this and wants to have a little look, please do. Um, we're going to start doing more to get that consolidated messaging out there. There's so much going on and there's such a focus on ISV. I think having a space where it's you know short straight to the point this is what it is and we can follow up with further details it just you know gets gets everyone's brains going a little bit and sees that you know that value straight there so we're going to be uploading loads more onto that that site as well so please have a little look is is there an you know some of these programs can be a little bit dif difficult to get onto in terms of barriers to mm -hmm. entry i mean what are the conditions or you know is it difficult to get involved no it's not do you know what it's it's really simple um you got me you got testing me now um so when you register so as long as you have a active um location mpn id and you're also registered as an app publisher which these guys will be because that's exactly what they are um you can go straight away and get involved in the incentives um you have to enroll into the incentives which is really important um just so Microsoft can obviously capture it, make sure that, that that process and that journey is being followed. But the partner program, absolutely anyone anyone can join that's a software developer, a, a consumer of technology of, of any any of the 15, I'm going to call them. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. And, and I suppose, so, so ISV market generally, I mean, obviously it's been around for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you speak to loads of them all, t all day, every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what are you sort of seeing? Is there a common theme in terms of, size of company type of problem being solved industry focus just out of interest really size of company is usually small typically especially in that startup area um i have found myself speaking to more startups recently um i think it's a good time to do those kind of things so you're one to five people um which is great because i think Things get done really quickly. Um, you can get all the guys in one room at the same time. Um, there's loads of, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, right? But it's, it's really good to see. And those people are so passionate about the application, about what they're doing. Um, and a really brave move at the same time. No matter, you know, how it goes, it's really brave that they're putting their idea, packaging it up, and then going out to selling that to, well, hopefully the masses, um, is, is really brave. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say there's a I wouldn't say there's a consistent business problem that's being fixed. There's such a variety and verticals are really important. People planning which vertical they're going to be selling into typically comes from experience, especially those customers that have come from a reseller background and moving to become an ISV. They have an idea of what fixes a problem within a certain vertical. And we absolutely encourage that. That is top five most important decisions that they'll make i think trying to sell to everyone is really going to be going to be difficult i mean it's not impossible but it's it's definitely going to be more challenging but if you can find a specific niche issue within a vertical 
and we can help those connections within various other ISVs within that particular vertical, you scale those solutions out 10 times quicker. Yeah, it's really important. It's like I said, from a marketing planning perspective, you need to know where you're aiming. Otherwise, you're going to spray and pray is not a marketing strategy, I suppose, is, is, the, is the summary. <laughs> I suppose, I mean, you know, in terms of ISV's requirements, I mean, what's sort of a typical ISV asking for? I'm, I'm guessing it's all cloud related, but are there any particular sort of products and services that, that mm-hmm. they particularly need help with? On the marketing side and PR exposure, reaching new revenue streams again it's going to always be the top of the priority list so we've built um what we call the tech data innovators club or td cynics innovators club as of monday um i'm nervous to where this is going out now so i'm going to cover both angles um so we built that based on years and years and years worth of research around what could the potential gaps be and where could we genuinely add value and help these problems become become problems no more um it typically again comes from background of what the customer looks like where they're getting um where they've had their knowledge from previously a lot of people are very technically able um given the types of companies being a software developer they're going to be but they do also need a little bit of leverage from us to use our solution architects use our pre-sales teams just to help you know tighten the, the operation up really um, the marketing and the sales it is is really a focus. So building that innovators club allowed us to capture. If I said capture the hearts, is that is that a bit strong? But I mean it. Um, capture the hearts of everyone to make sure that there is going to be a couple of pieces of the pie that everyone will really truly get benefit from. Because there's no point in us, you know, aligning a solution architect that they can access to 24-7 when they've got 10 people in the house and there's no need for it. But actually, what they do need support on is data insights and networking with new people and being invited to new events and trainings. So we like to, I present usually all of those pieces of the pie. Um, I've never said that before, and I'm going to start saying that because it makes perfect sense. Um, And they just take a piece of it because... They can use every single part of it, but there's no point in us, you know, offering everything when it's there's no point. So building that tailored plan with each and every one of them is really beneficial because we're going straight to where those gaps could be and making that complete solution as as amazing as it possibly could be. So so in terms of what does an ISV get out of working with Tech Data and Microsoft? It basically sounds like pretty much everything. It's support in every aspect. So marketing, sales, mm-hmm. um, technical validation and uh, you know a, a product mapping and stuff like that i mean is do, do people feel, feel threatened by that i mean you know like i say because some startups obviously quite small they probably need the help but i mean mm-hmm. i'm just trying to think is there a there's, there's probably no downside i'm just trying to think is there, do you have to position it carefully i hope not is the answer to that and you know again a really good question because i think when you hear 60 billion dollar company you know all the big the big words and the big figures and Actually, it should absolutely be seen as a benefit because we've got to that stage through adding value to people and helping people and building those customer relationships. So having that scale of customers over God knows how many countries and for what the actual ISVs fundamentally want out of that relationship, which is being able to scale the solution, should be even more attractive because there's such a a huge team of us and you know that whole solution aggregation piece is truly coming to life now because we are you know worldwide so many customers but it's not that 
people are dissolved and they don't, you know, we don't notice them. Everyone is at the forefront of us. They are aligned to multiple different people, whether you're, you know, at the very beginning of the journey to the very end, it genuinely does not matter to us. Everyone is equally as important, but no one should be threatened by it at all because we've built our solutions to give to our customers and to be able to help them be who they really want to be. Um, and it's worked so far. It sounds like it's quite nice that you can pick and choose the bits you want rather than just say a shrink wrap, take this or leave it, you know, you know, you get the whole lot and, and we're not, mm-hmm. not going to listen to you, Mr. Customer, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. I suppose, I mean, and the nice thing is, certainly, obviously, I do a lot of work with the Microsoft Business Unit. I mean, it's a big old unit in, in, in tech. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the biggest, but it's certainly got a strong set of individuals in there, which I'm currently interviewing as part of this podcast. So, you know, it's, it's nice that I'm yeah, talking to you. most of them. But you get a sense of there's a real holistic support model within tech data, let alone all the stuff you can get from Microsoft. Um, I mean, you know, like I say, have you had any feedback about things you could do differently or is it or just generally get positive feedback from the, the ISVs you work with do you know what having having the stretch of all of those guys within the team is invaluable I can't do everything on my own I don't think any human being can if anyone's figured it out please let me know but having multiple different oh you have <laughs> of course I should have known um having multiple different people with that level of expertise is it I can't think of what the word for it is, but it's so important um, being able to lean on each other. And I think those ISPs that we work with really see that. And I think that almost allows them to engage with us in more detail because you know, it's very rare that we go to meetings with just one person. Normally we all go hand in hand, not, not all of us, because I think our boss would probably get annoyed if we all went out for one day. Um, but I think a few of us tend to go because there's value that everyone can add and those customers being able to see that and and appreciate the focus that we can genuinely give them um, and be there whenever they need us to be there is is proven and it works and I think they definitely see that as positive. Brilliant, that's yeah. Like I say, it's, it's quite it's nice that it's so so flexible words and things and you know, tailored to what people want rather than the one Absolutely. size fits all, which, which I know does come in from other places which I won't elaborate on. Um, so. <laughs> Right, so so just sort of repeating then. So if if I was an ISV mm-hmm. and I'm looking to uh, get involved, how do I get involved? What what's the sort of step one thing I have to do? It sounds like I've got to get myself a location MPN ID if I've got that right, and register as an app publisher. There mm-hmm. you go. I was listening, but what what Very else? Good. What's the next thing I've got to do? So I would say that is absolutely the first the first thing to do. Um, it's really important to get in there. It, it only takes about a day or so to get approved, which is great. Um, but it's a good, you know, step in the right direction. Um, please then engage myself. We spoke about the pie. Um, we can have that kind of conversation of what what we can do to help, how we can, um, and then we can also engage Microsoft as well. I think that long-standing relationship really, really helps. And there's great things that the partners can get from Tech Data. There's equally great things that they can get from Microsoft. So having that sort of three-pinned approach is the best way to do it. Um, so please reach out to me. I forget this isn't a, this is a podcast rather than a visual. I was going to say, have a nice little slogan here of my email address. Um, but yeah, so it's Marianne Gilmore-Smith. Um, follow me on, on LinkedIn, reach out to me, send me a message. Um, and then we'll jump on a call and start building out a plan. And I can go into everything that I've gone into in a little bit more detail. Um, and be specific as well. Like we've mentioned as well, we don't want to fire you everything. We'd love to, 
Um, if you'd like that, that's also fine. Um, but if you want to be a bit more specific, then we can go into a little bit more detail there. Um, and then we can go through exactly how you get onto that marketplace, if there's any technical support that we can help with. Um, and then and then we can get selling. And then so at the end of that, that sort of registration process, the initial engagement, tangibly, what do partners get at the end of it? So it sounds like they get some help, is it was obviously through credits or, or some funding towards mm-hmm. building their solutions out and getting onto Azure. Um, are there any other sort of things that they're likely to get as sort of tangible outcomes? I mean, business plans and those sort of things? So we will absolutely build a business plan at the very beginning of it. That's the most important thing. So we're accountable. Every, everyone involved is also accountable. Um, we've got different pieces that we can offer those guys. So as I mentioned earlier around data insights, we can support on that area as well as a nice piece of value add. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the well-architected framework, um, so we can look at funding on that side of things as well. Um, again, that's all on our trusted advisor site, and um, so there's loads of detail of that on there, which is absolutely worth doing. Um, honestly, there is so much. I think value is different to everyone. Um, so I could probably sit here and talk to you about this for hours on end, but you'd get bored of my voice. Um, mm-hmm. So reach out, have a chat with us, and we can go into that in more depth and, and build that plan out and make sure that we're really, really supporting. Perfect. Okay. And I suppose, you know, so in terms of actual reaching out, so the next natural step would be to get in touch. Now, clearly, Marianne Gilmore-Smith uh, from Tech Easy Data. TV, <laughs> not, not the easiest thing to spell necessarily. So yeah, if you if you want to get in touch with Marianne, do do so via uh, csp at techdata.co.uk. And I'm guessing that will forward on even after the rebranding next week. Um, but, you know, that, that's the best way to start. And then the, the guys at the business unit will forward on to Marianne and make sure that's all, all uh, progressed appropriately. Um, so final question, really. I mean, why is this so important to Microsoft? I know it, I mean, it might be sort of a self-answering question, but have you got a sense of why they're – because it's clearly a, probably a small part of the overall marketplace, but got a sense of where they're heading? Do you know, it's a huge part of the marketplace. It's bigger than I think anyone would realise. Um, hard to put an exact figure on it, but it is massive. And I think the most important thing from all of the, the webinars, all the events, all the people I've spoken to, is just truly be able, being able to add value to people. I think having the access and support from various different ISVs and various different solutions to be able to fix those end customer problems it just should be every, it is everyone's priority and it's or it should be everyone's priority and having being able to support these guys with building solutions that fix problems is just such a great place to be and i think they are it is a great group of people to work with and i think they're really nailing it and and genuinely doing a really good job and doing exactly what they set out to do which is adding a ton of value to people so that's the that's the aim of the game that's the fundamental you know piece that could potentially have been missing years and years ago when this wasn't as much of a focus. Um, and now you'll see everywhere that they're they're posting and speaking and whatever it is that they're mentioning ISVs consistently. Um, and, yeah, and they're great to work with. And I think that's also really important as well. That they're a nice group of people that want to help and want to be able to add value. And they, they do a great job. Brilliant. Okay. Look, Marianne, it's been as ever lovely talking to you. Um, you know, really you interesting should... topic. I think it's probably not the last time we're, we'll hear of this. I think if anything, it might be useful at some stage, maybe over the next few months, to get one of your ISPs to come in and talk about the program, talk tangibly from their experience, which would be quite interesting. What do you think? Yes, they, I've got a few in my head already that would absolutely love that. So, yeah, whenever you are ready, they will be perfect. Too. 
All right, lovely. Thanks, Marianne. And just in terms of, uh, you know, this is a podcast, and obviously we are putting these out every couple of weeks to talk about Microsoft stuff generally. If you've got any feedback on this one or, or you want other topics covered, please do get in touch via csp at techdata.co.uk and the, the guys in the Microsoft Business Unit will come back to you. Uh, but in the meantime, Marianne, as ever, it's been a pleasure. I shall hang up in a moment. Good to see you. I shall chat to you soon, no doubt. You too. Thank you so much. Cheers.